welcome to Fictionary. I'm your host, Itra, and I'm so glad that you're here and that you are you. Today, I am sipping on about a gallon of water because hydration. (laughs) I'm trying to meet these water goals and it is actually quite difficult. It's kicking my butt. I saw this meme the other day and it said my ancestor, something like my ancestors forged paths through the wilderness and I give myself a prize for drinking enough water. Okay. It might be a little bit factual, but anyways, it was something along those lines. But sometimes though, you know, I would just like to say I like to be a badass and I deny myself water. So, you know, like if you're in bed and I'll have the bottle of water, my jug, right there on the bedstand, and I might get a little thirsty, but I will not drink. It's a conscientious decision. <laughs> I won't drink any water, even though it's literally right there. I won't drink any water for like an hour. And it's my training, okay? I'm training my body um, in preparation for the apocalypse. You know, I talk about this all the time. So just think about it, okay? We focus so much on staying hydrated now, but if our bodies are so used to having so much water, how are they going to respond when water is scarce, people? Come on. So we will literally shrivel up and like turn to dust. Not me though. All right. I've been practicing. I'll literally deny myself water for at least an hour, at least, no matter how thirsty I am, because I'm tough like that. Okay. I am a survivor. Not everyone can do what I do. I know it's not easy, but I do it. And I think that my ancestors would be proud to see, you know, the struggle that I am overcoming, even though it's, you know, maybe (laughs) self-imposed. All right. So on to other things, guys. Spring is here and every morning I am waking up and I look fantastic. I sound fantastic. My eyes look like little hamburgers and my voice sounds like I've been smoking marbles for the last 60 years. And you know, it's really, it's an overall stunning image If I do say so myself, and I do say so myself, you know, allergies are treating me well. I look great. The boys, they're going to come running, you know, speaking of boys, well, men, because that's what I'm looking for. I'm auditioning for men, not boys, but uh, I guess because it's spring and, you know, the birds and all the animals outside are going nuts and they're screaming their mating calls. For all freaking hours of the day and the night and the trees are spreading their seed all over my car and everywhere else but you know I'm kind of feeling it too I'm feeling the allure of spring so I am back on the apps I told you guys I was gonna start for- foraying back into that world and your girl is back and you know I'm doing the mating dance Swiping left, swiping right, chatting with people. I'm trying to find my person. And I guess I think like besides spring and, you know, just the 
desires that arise during spring. I think finally officially letting go of like a little situationship has definitely freed me up to be more open to other people. Because you know, like if you're holding on to something, even if it's just like a light grip and you have like any kind of expectation or desire in that direction for possibly something or any kind of hope for something to happen, it makes it really difficult to give your all in other situations. Cause in the back of your head and the back and the back of your heart, like you're still got that little pinky grip on that situation. So I think like officially letting it go has really made me more open. And this go around on the apps has been very different so far. So I'm going to catch you guys up a little bit. The guys haven't really been that different. (laughs) So I know I said it's been very different so far. It's not the guys. Like the guys are still the guys, still the same pictures, whatever, same interesting bios. I say interesting in quotations. You can't see them because they're air quotes, but not to be like judgy, you know, it's awkward, like trying to put yourself out there and like express who you are, but it's just like complete lack of effort on most of these guys' pages. I think the difference, the big difference is me and my attitude toward it. And, you know, I am, and I always have been as previously discussed a bit of a closeted, hopeless romantic. And, you know, she's still in there. She's still living. She's still doing her thing, but she's also steeped in reality now. Um, There's a realism there. It's about damn time. Um, Anyway, it's a new, more clear-headed version of myself. At least, you know, that's how it feels. I guess we'll find out really when and if any of these turn out to be serious or more than just, you know, a date or chats. So it remains to be seen. But the fact is, I'm actually having fun with it this time and I'm meeting some really interesting people, interesting lives. So like I've met, I'm chatting with everything from lawyers to uh, martial artists um, to adult content creators. And then the age range itself is insane. I have, you know, from 20 year olds talking to me to 65 year olds and older that I I have reached out to me. And I don't know, the age range really gets me because it's so far outside of the actual range that I set that I don't understand. But I guess, I guess the thing is, is that there are rarely guys in the middle of that range. So I guess that's why the, the app like decided to open my range up a little bit more. So it's either guys want me to be like mama or they want me to be their sugar baby. <laughs> but no, actually, like I find I vibe more with the younger guys anyway. 
I've tried talking to guys more like older, more mature, and they're just so boring. Like it's like talking to, I don't know. I don't want to say my dad. It's not like talking to my dad, but it's just, it's like being on a job interview and I'm not here for that. Like we're just getting to know each other and like there are serious questions to ask, but I don't know. You can only go so far with dating with intention. Like, don't be a freaking stick in the mud. Like, I'm not going to give you my whole life story or like all the details of who I am. And we haven't even like just had like casual chit chat or any kind of getting to know you. I don't know. It's just like the best way I can describe it is it's like being on a job interview. And if you don't answer these questions correctly, then they don't have time for you. And it's very dry like very dry conversation sometimes with these older guys. Um, But I don't know. I've always been a bit of a cougar, so it doesn't surprise me. I am young at heart. So I just tend to vibe more with the, with the younger, younger, younger gentleman. Although I will say 20 is too young for me, but it's fun to just chat. I've learned new words like riz and gas. (laughs) Keeping up on all the slang, although I don't use it, but you know, it's good to know what the hell people are talking about. But anyway, yeah, so I'm back on the apps, having some fun and I'll keep you guys updated and see if anything comes of it. But so far it's just been fun. There are a couple of people that I've really connected with or feel like there's a possibility for connection there. Um, so I don't know. We'll see. But anyway, If you follow me on Instagram, so if you follow fictionary underscore podcast on Instagram, I have been posting questions in the story lately, and it's really been a lot of fun hearing all of you guys' answers. Um, One of the recent questions that I posted with this whole dating app situation, one of the questions was, who should pay first on on a date? Or who should pay on a date? And so for me, I used to be very old fashioned and thinking the man should pay. Um, So to explain my thoughts, like I was raised by a father who set the precedent, right? And he always took care of my mom. He always took care of the family. And the idea that the man is supposed to be the provider. And so that example is still there um, for me that I do want a man that can be a provider, not because I need him to be my provider because I take care of myself, but I want to know that he can take care of me, that he wants to take care of me. And damn, I'm not going to lie. Like it would be nice for a guy to have that desire and follow through on it and not financially, not just financially, like we all know money's tight. Like in this world, you need like two incomes, but like take care of each other and like support each other. And like, I'm tired of taking out the trash. Like somebody come take out my trash for me. I don't want to do it anymore. (laughs) And I know it's very antiquated, but I just feel like there are certain things that me, the princess, should not have to do. Taking out the trash is like top on that list. You can hear me rant about that at a later date, but back to the question. (laughs) So 
like I said, I was really old fashioned um, in my thinking just because of the way that I was raised. And I do have that desire, that thought, like the man should be the provider. So if he, if we go out on a date, that expectation that he should pay was always there. But in like recent years, it's changed for me. And I was really interested to see that most of you that responded also agreed with my current line of thinking on the subject. So now what I think is that whoever issues the invite should pay, right? So if I ask you out to go get ramen, then I should pay. If you invite me out to the movies, you should buy the movie tickets, Um And then as you are dating more steadily, you can go Dutch or, you know, just split the bill. Like, I guess that's going Dutch, splitting the bill or whatever. But it's also nice sometimes to just treat someone like without any expectation of anything. And, you know, I guess deep down in my deep, deep down recesses of my old fashioned heart, I feel like that would be a thing for me. (laughs) Like, oh, wow. He asked me out. It wasn't like an issue. He just paid the bill. Like it's sweet. And he didn't expect anything like in return. It was just taking me out and treating me to a meal or an experience. I don't know. But yeah, I do think that now, ideally, whoever asks should and most, like, well, not most, everyone who responded felt the same way. Um, So I just thought that was interesting, just the way times have changed and the way our thinking about dating has changed and how women, as women, we're a lot more independent and we have different expectations of men because a lot, like, you know, our roles as in, as women in society has, have changed so much. And, you know, we are our own providers. We do take care of ourselves. So that's not what we need from a man. We need a partner. And so I guess in this way, you know, taking on the burden of these things together is a true partnership. So yeah. Um, but anyway, I'll be posting some more questions um, in the following weeks. So make sure to follow Fictionary underscore podcast send me your answers. I might give your response a shout out on the show. I'll definitely be talking about the questions and the answers that we get. So join me. Let's have some fun and talk together. Let's interact. All right, my pretties, enough rambling from me. Let's go ahead and get into our stories for today. So I'm going to be sharing three original short fiction stories Again, they are about 100 words each. I've given myself a little bit of leeway, so I haven't been as strict about sticking to the 100 words, but they're all at about 100 words, maybe just a little bit more or a little bit less. But I will give you the genre, I will give you the action, and I will give you the word that must be used in the story. Oh yeah, so I am working on the story idea that I was telling you guys about and hopefully I will be ready to start sharing this serialized story with you soon. I'm excited about it and yeah, I think 
it's going to be good. I really want it to be good. So we'll see. Fingers crossed. But anyway, we're going to go ahead and get into our stories for today. So like I said, let's sit back, relax, and enjoy. Our first story for today is titled Someday. The genre is post-apocalyptic. The word is dream. And the action is taking a picture. Someday. Not today. Today is reserved for survival. Tomorrow is too far away, but someday, maybe. I gaze into the lens of the camera waiting for my image to be frozen in time. Me holding two full baskets of only just edible roots I dug up with my bare hands from the nearly dead earth. The camera flashes and a voice crackles out over the tin speaker. Place it on the conveyor. I sigh. Today, today I will survive. I look at my gnarled and bleeding hands. Someday feels like a dream. But it's the only thing that keeps me going in this broken life. The end. Y'all, I'm not going to lie. I know this is like post-apocalyptic, but it really feels like sometimes just going to work every day. It's like someday I'll be able to quit. Someday I'll be able to just do whatever I want. Someday I'll be free of this day in, day out drudgery. Oh, someday. I just made myself a little bit sad. <laughs> but for real, someday. So work towards, enjoy the time that we have, do what we have to do. But some days, those days at work just feel like that, right? Like digging away and hoping that eventually you'll be able to break out of this stupid cycle that we all live in. Well, most of us, there's some of us that are free, free as birds, and I long to be like them. All right, on that very cheerful note, we're going to go ahead and get into our next story. Our second story for today is titled Go to Sleep. The genre is horror, the word is bitter, and the action is writing a poem. Wide, seemingly guileless eyes stare at me with expectation. Tell me a story, Mama. She asked through blood-red lips. I know what must be done. The neighbor boy was the last straw. Lie down, I say, my tone brooking no dissent. There once was a girl with curls that could block out the sun. I stroke her hair and continue... She tried to be good, but found being bad was always a little more fun. She smirks, and I grip the pillow tightly before placing it over her face and pressing down. Her mama, she loved her so much that it hurt. I choke 
on the bitterness of the words if she fights me, even though she just fed. I am still stronger, and eventually, she stops moving. The end. I swear, guys, I'm like, was in a great mood, so I don't know why. These stories are so dark. It could just be the prompts, whatever. This is what came out of me. In my mind, what I visualize is like a vampire family, like Claudia from Interview with the Vampire. And she's like a wild young vampire, just like eating everybody. And they're like, we got to put her down because she just keeps killing people. We're all going to get caught and we're all going to die. And she's killing like other kids. This is not good. So... That was like the visualization that came to me um, with this one. Also, I realized that my poem really sucked. (laughs) Whatever. You guys get the point. I explained the story. Hopefully you get it. It's a work. It needs work. But (laughs) yeah, I don't know. I'm in a great mood, so I don't know why my stories are so dark. But we're going to go ahead and get into our final story for today. Our final story is called Let's Make a Deal. The genre is sci-fi, the word is excuses, and the action is buying something. Kravas, Milo, I told you not to bargain with a Mythorian. Gala shouts at me through the neural implant that connects us. I know, I know. But we need this part if we're going to repair the ship and get off of this Kravis-forsaken planet. Logic is my only defense at this point. I don't need to hear your excuses, Milo. What in Kravis' name are you going to do now? Gallus hisses through our connection. I look at the creature standing in front of me, stroking the only multi-drive in Sector 5, and shut down comms with Gallus. How much? I ask. Oh, not much. Just a story. He winks at me, and I know I am screwed. The end. So, I'm assuming this Mythorian collects stories, and the stories that he collects... It's not just like a regular story. Like in my mind, I envision like when he takes the story, he takes that memory and that like part of you. So that's why you should never bargain with a Mythorian because they, if you agree and they take your story, like you'll never get it back. And they can take any story. They can. And so, yeah, that's like what I, I thought of as why they were scary but you know in hundred words you can't really get into all of that so you just have to leave the impression and then hope people you know use their imagination go wherever they go you just can't tell the full story in just hundred words or like all the details that you would like to put into it but yeah want to explore this Mythorian character a little bit um because I just have an interesting concept brewing in my brain This is always what happens. I get these interesting ideas and it's like trying to develop them. But yeah, so that was our last story for today. And I hope that you guys enjoyed. Uh, 
as I said, I am working on a serialized story that I will be hopefully sharing soon. Also, starting in June, we have our 100 Words for 100 Days Challenge. I hope that you guys will participate. Uh, I will be sharing some of your stories as you want, so there will be links for you to submit your stories. Uh, We'll have some competitions going. I definitely want to get some more participation from everybody. And, uh, you know, hopefully you know, get to hear some of your stories on on the air as well, on the show as well. Uh, But that's all I have for you today. You know, got to go get back on my apps and keep chatting, (laughs) trying to make some, some links, you know, some connections. Got to find my person like they say on all these dating shows. I actually said that in the show today and I wanted to like shank myself because I can't stand that. I watched like, okay, I'm going to confession this is my confession um so i i really like the bachelor and the bachelorette (laughs) and like most dating shows like i just like them they're fun to watch but like they all say the same thing we had a really amazing connection our connection was so real and then the other thing they say is i'm just trying to find my person he's my person She's my person. Like, ugh. Every time I hear it, it makes me gag, but I did say it today, so, you know. Whatever. <laughs> I take full ownership for what I said. That's all I have for you guys today. Make sure to follow and subscribe, like, share, go to Good Pods, any place that you stream your podcast from. Make sure to rate the show, um, subscribe to the show. And um, Good Pods, like I said, is a great place to do that. You can rate each episode and um, help us to make ranking lists so that uh, more people can um, be exposed to the show and it'll show up on lists for them to uh, listen as well. And then uh, make sure to follow on Fictionary underscore podcast. You can also follow on TikTok, Fictionary underscore podcast. Trying to be consistent here. Um because I will be sharing stuff about the 100 words for 100 days challenge, as well as questions on Instagram in our story feed. And I want to hear what you guys think about things. So talk to me until next time. Keep on reading.